And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. During our Lenten evening services, we have been looking at the book of Joel. So far, we have seen that Joel is concerned with the day of the Lord, a coming when God will judge the world and make all things right. We have seen Joel draw on a real-life catastrophe, a swarm of locusts devastating the lands of Judah, As a precursor of the military invasion, the people can expect as judgment unless they repent. But in the face of the earthly and cosmic disasters that the day of the Lord entails, we have also heard of God's merciful character and a promise of restoration. Joel speaks of the Lord's promise to restore what has been lost to make up for the years that the swarming locusts have eaten and to bring healing and wholeness to his people. Which brings us to our text this evening where Joel prophesies of, of the kingdom of Christ and of the Holy Spirit which reflect God's redemptive plan for his people in the face of the last day where Christ will come and judge all the nations. Joel begins this evening by speaking the Lord's intentions, saying, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. This is astonishing giving that this statement is actually connected to God's judging His people for disobedience invading nations who ravage the land, and God's ultimate judgment on those nations. In the midst of all this judgment upon the world, God states that He will pour out His Spirit. And as Joel tells us, the Lord promises to pour out His Spirit on all not just to to a particular group of people. This promise is not only for the men of Israel, but also for the women, the old and the young. Even the male and the female slaves who were considered to be of low status in society, they were even included in the promise. The Holy Spirit is for everyone regarding of their social standing or background. Now we know this pouring, outpouring of the Holy Spirit was fulfilled on the day of Pentecost when the disciples were in that upper room after Jesus' resurrection and ascension into heaven. And St. Luke in Acts chapter 2 writes this, When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, and divided tongues as a fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Now right after this occurs, this is astonishing, Peter gives a sermon and quotes 
This exact same text that we have before us tonight in Joel, our reading this evening. And Peter quotes this text from Joel. It's Joel's prophecy to state that the decisive stage and climax of history has arrived with Christ and his church. The outpouring of the Holy Spirit on that day of Pentecost was a fulfillment of Joel's prophecy. And it was a turning point in the history of the church. The disciples, they were empowered by the Holy Spirit to proclaim the gospel boldly. And thousands of people came to faith as a result of that. But after this outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, the nations will still be judged on the last day. And this is also part of Joel's prophecy. Joel prophesies this, And I will show wonders in the heavens and on earth, blood and fire and columns of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood, before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. The wonders which God will give in the heavens and upon earth are the forerunners of judgment. The wonders on earth are mentioned first here. Blood and fire recall the plagues which fell upon Egypt as sign of judgment. The blood, the changing of the water of the Nile into blood, The fire, the balls of fire which fell to the earth along with the hail. Blood and fire and columns of smoke point to bloodshed and war. Then in the heavens, the sun is darkened and the moon assumes a dull, blood-red appearance. These signs also have their type in the Egyptian plague of darkness. The darkening and extinction of the lights of heaven are frequently mentioned in the Old Testament as harbingers of approaching judgment. Cosmic disturbances will serve as unmistakable signs on the the last day when Christ comes to judge the world. But, But even in the midst of this judgment, The Lord offers a way of escape from judgment for believers. He promises that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. After the day of Pentecost, Peter announces again in his sermon that calling on the name of the Lord is tantamount to calling on the name of Jesus. And there is no salvation, and there is salvation in no other name than Jesus. Acts 4, 12. St. Paul then, in Romans chapter 10, also cites this exact verse from Joel to give the exalted Christ the name Lord, reaffirming Christ's deity, and, and also announcing salvation in his name. Jesus is salvation. Jesus is salvation from sin. Jesus is salvation from God's wrath 
and judgment. The name of the Lord is the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is he himself coming to us in the name of the Lord for salvation. The name of the Lord, it belongs to the one who saves you and who makes you his own. To call upon the name of the Lord is the voice of the life of faith. The faith bestowed by the Holy Spirit, whereby the sinner calls upon the Lord's name, expecting to be heard, not by a Lord seeking retribution, but by a living Lord who cares for those who bear his name and spares them from condemnation on the day of judgment. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.